The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. The Balls and Strikes podcast is brought to you by Elkhorn Training Camp. Let's have some fun and play ball. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Balls and Strikes podcast. This is Mike Alessandro from Elkhorn Training Camp, and I'm joined uh, by my friend and business colleague, uh, Mr. Alex Hale, as well as a special guest. Alex, good afternoon. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. We got a news coach done here. Absolutely. He's the, man of the hour. Absolutely. Yes, uh, listeners, we are very excited and privileged to have uh, Coach Anthony Dunn from Elkhorn North joining us on today's podcast. And we're going to dissect his recent uh, state baseball championship here in Nebraska. Uh, Elkhorn North just won the Class B Nebraska 2022 state baseball championship, and it's also their first baseball state championship. So we uh, really appreciate Coach Dunn uh, coming on the podcast Hello and good afternoon, Coach. Yeah, hey, thanks for having me. Uh, obviously, it's been a pretty pretty fast couple days. Uh, still sort of living off off the high of, of winning. But, uh, yeah, thanks for having me. Excited to talk about our guys for sure. Absolutely. Well, it's obviously, you know, easy to just dive into the scores, you know, to look at, you know, the stats, to highlight some of the key players. But, uh, you've obviously, it's like building a house, right? Uh, you put a foundation in place, so really interested in kind of starting from the beginning, right? Uh, maybe the support that you've received from the Elkhorn North administration. We all know this takes a village. You don't just show up and win a state title. So maybe if you could provide a little color on, uh, you know, the foundation that you've built and uh, how this all got started. Yeah, I mean, just as far as the Elkhorn North piece goes, we uh... – you know, when I when I interviewed the athletic director here, actually taught me in high school, um, so uh, it was a familiar face that that I think going into the interview was was nice. Um, but I I'd been able to coach a couple places and and sort of had this vision of these core values uh, that were glue, so grit, love, uncommon, and excellence, um, and uh, I knew that sort of we wanted that to be the foundation of how we were going to build this program. Um, And then uh, I got the job and COVID happened, uh, which actually ended up being a blessing for us uh, because Coach McWright at Elkhorn uh, said, hey, you can take uh, your North kids and have a reserve baseball team. Um, So we sort of got a couple month advantage. Uh, Now it was only the reserve kids and and I think only – Three or four of those kids were on the varsity team this year, um, but we did get to get into the weight room as a program um, starting June one of 2020, um, and then really tried to just, as you say, lay the foundation for how we were going to play the game. Um, we had to build a, a legion board, and I have a really good group of, of four board members that I uh, put a lot of time in to make it happen and take care of all the logistics of ordering Jimmy John's and, you know, a, a bunch of other things that, you know, we just want to coach. Uh, and then ultimately, yeah, the administration um, here has, you know, just provided uh, the support and, you know, logistics 
of a baseball program, which includes, you know, our athletic director really buying into the same philosophy as us. You know, if, if there's an ability or a way to play that game that's on the schedule, we're going to do whatever we can to play it. So, um, you know, that includes waiting out the rain and, you know, getting snow off the field at 2 PM to play Beatrice in the middle of the year. Um, you know, our fence blew down and we're playing Miller South and we could have easily canceled that game, but we decided and agreed to move it there. And so, um, our AD has been a great baseball AD cause the spring is crazy, but, um, and then ultimately, yeah, it's, it's funny you say the foundation. So we, we sort of had a, a three-year vision. The first, the first vision was going to be the foundation and we actually built a foundation and, and every kid sort of drew their, why they play baseball on this foundation that we glued together, uh, pun intended. And then, uh, that was last year and tried to figure out each other and how to play the game. And then this year it was the framework. Uh, so we talked about, you know, letting it, letting them know, uh, and trying to, to let everywhere we go, people know, Hey, this is how we're going to play baseball. This is who we are. Um, and we, we sort of took that mantra, uh, with the idea that at some point the house would be finished and that, that those values and product, um, you know, people would definitely see and know. And then ultimately the guys had a great run and came together late. And, and so, we talked at our banquet from, you know, from here on out, we just have to take care of the house that, that was built um, and continue to do the things the right way. Um, and so ultimately you win because you have great people um, and we have great kids and great families um, and support from the community and administration. So um, yeah, it's been a really fun ride. Excellent stuff. I know coach Hale, we always talk about the mental aspect of baseball with you, you know, obviously coaching, and doing a lot of private lessons and training in the baseball community as well as leading one of the prospects teams. You know, what, uh, what have you seen on the culture and the building of the foundation side that, uh, you know, Anthony also mentioned? Well, I think cultures aren't easy to build. And I think it takes a lot of consistency and it takes, you know, keeping that, that, that glue together. I saw, I remember seeing, I was at Village Point with my son and he was running around, he was like one and a half. I saw that, the hats with the glue on the back. And I was like, started asking guys about it. And they all knew right away. They could explain it. They could, um, they could tell you what it was about. And that was really cool to me. I was like, he's got something going there. And you saw it on the field with how they came together. And, and like he was talking about before, before we got on air with being in the weight room and building that, that culture of like, we're going to be physical. We're going to do this together. And you could see it with, all their players they had a very physical team this this spring and like like we said before too that um off air was like they look great off the bus i mean if anything when you have that physical advantage and that physicality it allows you to do so many other things and it gives the players more confidence they feel more confident um it's just how they look and how they move and so that whole culture you got going there is awesome um my question for you is during the state tournament there's always that like it's tough to win state and there's always that that moment where you're like, we got to get over this hump and and we got a shot at making a run. What was that, that moment for you guys where it, it's, I don't know if it's, you know, it's not looking like a straight, straight, uh, straight away to the end zone yet, but if we can just break this last tackle, we got a shot. What was that for you guys? Yeah. Um, and we, listen, we've told our guys, you know, we do team goals and individual goal setting, all that kind of stuff. And, and we told them, you know, our goal is to just be in the tournament. It is so hard to win at state. Things have to go your way. Um, 
you know, first off that, that moment of we have never beat gross as a program on the reserve summer, that first summer, uh, I think they're like not eight, no versus us. Um, so that was a huge momentum thing for us. Um, and then ultimately we won the 10 inning game versus Elkhorn in front of 1700. Uh, and I had no idea that there was just going to be such an emotional and physical letdown um, the next day. And we had told our guys, one of our themes the whole year was expect the toughest test. And so, we were doing sprints in like 30 degree weather on the football field. And I said, we are going to come out of the loser's bracket. Like there's no way this is how our story's written. Um, and so when it happened, I was just like, guys, you, you knew that this was going to happen. Like it had to happen this way. Um, and then we played a, a really good central city team with the, the, the Jensen kid throwing. Um, and we were down two to one going into the top of the sixth with Easton mains up. And uh, I knew if he could find a way on that our five, six, seven uh, would find a way to get him in. And uh, we got him in and uh, you know, we had talked before the game that it was going to be our will versus theirs. And we just had to will a victory because we knew our pitching was set up uh, on Friday to, for those guys to go get it. Um, And so we scored that one and then we scored another, then we scored two more. Um, and honestly, we, I think we left there Wednesday feeling really, really good. Um, we knew we would see angle in the championship. We thought we probably could see chase Smith. We thought, uh, we would see Capisi, the lefty. We had taken lefty BP for literally 10 days, lefty curveball machine. Um, we put a brand new bunt defense in uh, the Thursday before the Friday game. So that day off was also a huge thing. Um, and those guys just bought in, you know, you don't, you're, you're not comfortable hitting a lefty curveball machine, but um, they didn't balk. And so that Wednesday night game against central city, taking the lead in the sixth and the energy um, and excitement that our, that our guys had, we, we felt there leaving or we, we felt leaving there that, man, we feel really good about Friday. So, but you still got to go play the game. And, and ultimately we got, we had two guys shove and we hit it really well too. So it's good. Yeah. I mean, you're never going to feel hundred percent confident in it, but that's, that's awesome. Like with, you, you know, when you get there around that corner, it's like, man, now we got a shot now. Like this is looking yeah. like it's lining up a little bit, at least to give us a chance. We're not trying to scrap together pitching. We're not trying to see if our bats ever come around. And when you got a little bit of momentum, you had those, those uh, emotional games. That that's awesome. Congratulations again. Yeah. And, and honestly, you know, we had uh, the, the Tom Brady man in the arena. We used a lot of that stuff from there, but he tells the story of the Chinese farmer and maybe, and uh, you know, Harahill for the first time in 90 innings had a, had a human inning uh, and it didn't go well versus Waverly in the second. Uh, and so, we pulled him, you know, because he, he threw too many that one inning. So we we're like, hey, it, we weren't even trying to say you could pitch in the championship. It was just like, hey, this is what we do. You pitch too much in this inning. And uh, uh, I said, hey, maybe maybe you get to come back Friday. You know, maybe this was what this is how it was supposed to be written. So, um, yeah, we again, just you get some lucky bounces and things go your way. And our guys just stuck together. Coach, you mentioned um... – you know, having lots of team goals, individual goals, with the goal of making the state tournament. And I know you put this out on Twitter. I just wanted to bring it up uh, uh, for our listeners and get a few comments from both you and uh, Co- Coach Alex here. But you sent a note out uh, to the team 
right prior to the state tournament. I won't read the entire note. And me being the oldest man on the podcast, I get very sentimental. And I got to tell you, I choked up a little bit when I read parts of this note. Uh, but I just, you know, one particular sentence that I thought really stood out. And it said, when we wake up next Saturday, the result of the tournament, good or bad, will have no effect on how I will remember you. I just got to commend you for that message because, as you know, in today's, you know, very, let's just say, instant gratification world and we're in a world of, you know, it's about me, 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 right? Uh, You're not even really emphasizing, I know you're very competitive and you want to win the state tournament, but you didn't say we're going to go out and we got to go get this first victory, Right, you didn't say anything like that, and just uh, this note I know just had an, had a profound effect, obviously, on the team. Um, can you expand a little bit on your on your messaging there? Yeah, I'll try to not not get too emotional. Uh, my guys, my guys know I'm I can be sort of soft in, in some of these things, but you know, Coach Gaston, who passed away a couple of years, was was going to be on our staff, uh, and uh, we talked about you know we talked like every other day for, for almost a month um, about building the program. And and he was just talking about joy and enjoying all of this. Um, And uh, it had a profound impact on me um, and how I I tried to lead these guys ultimately. Um, And I'll tell you, I had a talk with one of our seniors, Luke Tillman before the season, there was certainly a lot of pressure I felt to win um, and win now and win games um, before the season. And, and, you know, we're in that community, obviously a really good baseball community. And, um, you know, I know our parents and our players thought that we, we could win and, and, you know, have a better season all that. Anyway, I talked to him at the mark after our Omaha challenge and uh, he just got off of basketball. I said, Hey, you know, what do you want to get out of this season as a, as a senior, you know, like what, what do you really want to get? And I was fully expecting him to say, like, I want to win it. We can win it. We know we can. And all he said was, uh, you know what, at this point, coach, I just want to make as many memories with the guys as possible. Um, and, uh, that really freed me up. And I thought about like how much that could free these guys up. And ultimately, you know, I, I think a lot of us, have got to a point where we just want somebody to say, Hey, I'm proud of you. I love you. It doesn't matter, you know, what the results are. And if you guys were able to be with these guys, the last 510 baseball days that we've had together, you would know that these are just great kids. We're talking about like our team GPA is probably above a three, eight. Um, Their attendance is ridiculous. And I just wanted them to know, like, dude, this is going to be awesome. No matter what. Um, I'm proud of you. I love you no matter what, um, because of all the, all the things that you've done for us. Um, and ultimately I knew I, I, I felt like if we could play free and play loose and play together, you know, we could make some noise. Um, but again, I don't know that, uh, we thought this would happen and ultimately, you know, um, it's, it's on the kids to go play and they, they played free and loose and happy and excited. And, uh, it was cool to see. Alex, should we, di- should, we, should we move into just tremendous culture stuff? Um, should we move into a little bit? Um, let's talk about, uh, you know, some of the highlights, you know, during the tournament. You just had some tremendous, you know, achievements by the kids, right? Obviously, we talked about the culture. We talked about the foundation. The kids had to play great, obviously. Uh, there's a saying that you win championship with defense. 
Um, I think 20 straight scoreless innings to end the state tourney from your pitchers, that's that's pretty good. Um, Alex, yeah. what were your observations of some of the player performances? Oh, wow. Um, I think commanding the zone um, and keeping keeping their defense ready by, by being in the zone uh, was huge. And it's easy to play behind. It's easier, I should say, to play behind a pitcher when he's attacking the zone and he's not, you know, walking a bunch of guys. And, uh, and they're, again, they're so athletic that that, that keeps them engaged. And that, that was one of the ways they stayed sharp. So you start rolling through innings. Um, you're not sitting out there. You're not, you know, your mind doesn't start to wander. And that was, I think that was a key part of it. Um, plus they had good at bats. I think watching them, watching them play, they had really good at bats from top to bottom in that lineup. And when you're doing that consistently through nine hitters, it makes it really tough on staffs, especially as you get deeper into the tournament. Um, it starts to add up and guys are seeing more pitches and they're getting more comfortable in that environment. That was the takeaway for me was just the the pace that they played with the quality of at bats, the pitchers attacking the zone. I think they set themselves up, selves up for success throughout the tournament even after the big you know you have that big emotional game against Elkhorn and then you know it's being able to rebound from that and it's continue to keep it going because um, they had momentum by that point and once you get that momentum in the state tournament you're you're dangerous man and I wanted to get uh coach Dunn's take on you guys are it's so you get so consumed with what you're doing you know you get that laser focus on what you're doing did you get a chance to see any of the class a tournament did you? I wanted his take on it because we've talked at nauseum about it. I want to hear what his take on it on the Class A tournament was. Yeah, uh, first off, it's it's almost like you you've been with us all year, Alex. By the way, so those three things specifically when we're talking about tempo and pace of play, we played an an hour and five minute championship game. Colin was ready to go and attack the zone. We say on or off in three. Quality at bats, we started marking, and it was one of our points uh, of emphasis. Um, but I did watch uh, the Class A. So I, I, I watched day one, um, which we didn't play, really to try and get a feel for just like, hey, you know, our team's nervous. How do they react? Like, how do how do the best do what they do? I'm a huge fan. I've never played Millard West, so but I'm a huge fan of, of Miller South and how they do things. Um, and so I wanted to get a feel. So I watched day one. Um, and then, uh, you know, we're sitting at home on Thursday night. Uh, and I mean, my favorite non wolf baseball player as anybody who's been on our varsity will know is Cam Koshal. Um, I really respect how he plays the game. Um, it, it is, it is unbelievable. So my wife and I are sitting watching and it's, you know, bases loaded one out or whatever. And I'm like, dude, he's going to find a way to get a hit is what I, is what I told her. And Oh, two bomb. I'm, I'm, I'm almost as excited as I was for when we would score. Um, so I was happy for him. Uh, obviously then a, a great championship, uh, to finish out. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I, I got to watch, obviously, um, I think, uh, Lincoln East plays, uh, uh, the game a little bit like us, pretty energetic, uh, pretty fiery. Um, and, uh, so that was cool to see them make a run. Um, but ultimately, man, you know, the best of the best going at it on Thursday night and, and staying gritty and, um, you know, on both sides. So yeah, it was, it was a great state tournament. Um, you know, we were glad to follow it up on Friday. So. Hey, Alex, I heard you played a little catcher in your career and we talked a little bit uh, to coach Dunn about this before going on air. 
uh, just um, the way that Trey Wells controlled behind the dish for you. I was at that tremendous extra inning win over Elkhorn High, and Trey was just, I think I even called you, Alex, after the game, or I was texting you during the game. I'm like, this catcher, Trey, is like in complete control. I think he backpicked a guy off at second base, Anthony. Uh, but just tell us about uh, the impact that he had uh, on your team in the state championship run. Um, so I, you know, I told everybody at the banquet, there's not, so I, I caught in college, uh, for the last three years. Um, and, uh, there, I coached that position. And so there's not a, a single guy on our team that had been coached harder. Um, and we are, uh, very, very intentional about, you know, every time they miss a bunt, we want to backpick, um, you know, where we are ready with guys on base to, to be thrown, uh, Trey threw out 13 guys in the state tournament, um, seven in the last three games. Um, defensively, um, I don't think that there could have been a better performance. Um, and, uh, you know, he also was voted a glue guy this year. Um, so one of the four guys that, that uh, represent our core values the, the most by their teammates. We actually don't have numbers five through nine in the program. So one through four are our glue guys. Um, but uh, so to see him this year uh, get voted that because of the work that he's put in the last, you know, 12, 13, 14 months um, was good to see. And then ultimately he stepped into it um, and commanded the pitching staff. If you watch him, you know, when we get a little weary on 2-0, you know, he's calming them down. Um, and, and you know, we we just say attack the zone. So sit in the middle, throw a fastball, and, and make him swing it. Um, and he's he's bought into all that. He controls the pitching staff. And ultimately, a huge reason that we won was that we shut down the base pass because of him um, and the bunting and back picking. Um, and so huge momentum swings when you, when you can back pick a runner on a missed bunt, um, and then you throw a guy out stealing and those types of things. And so, um, can't say enough about what he did defensively for us, um, during the state tournament, just a, a, a wonderful state tournament. Who's running on him when he's thrown out 12 is my uh, question. We were wondering the same exact thing. Who is running <laughs> on you after, after 10, after seven, like that's insane. I think probably four or five of those were back picks, but again, they continue to, to steal. And we, and, and listen, the scouting report early in the year, um, you know, probably on, on Harahill was that he was slow to the plate. Um, and we worked really hard at mixing in slide steps and, and, you know, those types of things, but man, uh, they just continued to run, and th- we didn't give up a stolen base in the last three games, and we backpicked probably four or five. So That's crazy, crazy, tremendous That's stuff. Outstanding. Yeah, I mean, if you have a guy like that behind the plate, you're shutting down the running game. You're keeping guys out of scoring position. That's huge. Well, and you know, the, we're not also we're also not giving up you know a bunch of extra base hits, if any. Mm-hmm. So you know, they get a single, they're trying to figure out how to how to get to second because they know that, you know, they're not probably driving something in a gap versus our pitchers. And so, you know, when they're down, I think they're trying to, Hey, get something going for something to happen. And man, he just continued to shut it down. Uh, a couple of guys I saw him throw out. It wasn't even close either. Yeah. It was like, yeah, we're sending him just to send him. Like, yeah. yeah, we, uh, yeah. I don't know. I can't even, I don't yeah. even know. It's crazy. 
Coach Dunn, as we look to wrap up here, uh, this has just been fantastic. I know we could talk for hours, but we all have things to get to. You know, just a couple things that uh, we also want to bring up. Talk to us a little bit about, you know, the coaching mentors that you've had uh, in your career up to this point. Obviously, I think you mentioned to the, to our listeners, or I'll just provide the details, you played, uh, you were at Doan College, but you were a quarterback and the catcher, so just tremendous two-sport athlete at Doan. And in fact, I believe you're the 2012 Omaha World Herald Male Midlands College Athlete of the Year, so we're going to make you blush a little bit. But uh, talk to us a little bit about your, you, you just have tremendous philosophies, but you've picked up on that stuff, obviously, from the people you've been around. So uh, highlight some of, our, some of your coaching mentors that you've uh, tried to follow. Yeah, I and this is really where the glue stuff comes from. Um, you know, I it's it's deeply personal to me. But um, you know, uh, when I was when I went to high school, I went to Papio South, and I actually moved there when I was in eighth grade. So, um, sort of new to the area, but um, you know, I, I started varsity football and and baseball as a freshman uh, for Coach Frisch on the football team, and then Coach Lineham on the baseball team. And uh, I tell both of them, you know, that was sort of the first example of somebody really believing in me, um, and then continuing to believe in me outside of of you know my parents. Um, and so uh, they stuck with me. You know, I was a freshman. I think I threw the most interceptions ever in the history of. <laughs> football class a um and he just continued to believe in me coach fritch did and then ultimately um on the baseball side of things uh you know coach lineham a hundred percent like i've had a couple teammates come watch and they're like oh it's, it's just that sounds like lineham and you you bun and hit and run like lineham and you know we do the same sort of pregame hitting and working on hitting it the other way and we call it cuban drill but um you know absolutely influenced who I am and what we do baseball wise. And then ultimately, I mean, his, you know, drive and expectation for us to do things the right way and at an elite level all the time and holding us to those standards. Um, you know, I'll, I'll never forget. Uh, and, and also, you know, both of those staffs, coach Cooley's over there. I remember he gave me mind gym as a sophomore or something. Um, you know, so they, they had a huge influence. And then I went to Doan, uh, Coach Jorgensen on the baseball side of things. We won back-to-back conference championships. Um, and I remember I threw a guy out to end a game. And after hitting a walk-off home run, and then he was like, you need to give me more energy. And I was like, holy, holy cow, okay, these are the standards. Um, and then ultimately, probably the person who's influenced me most as a coach I played for um, – really is coach Franzen uh, on the football side of things. I was actually fortunate enough to go back and, and coach with him um, as the offensive coordinator for a year. But when you talk about me sending that message to the guys and you talk about, um, you know, love and doing things the right way and, um, you know, sort of being uncommon in, in how you coach and the psychology and every single kid and, and all those types of things. Like I, I didn't know how much I experienced it as a player and then getting to go back and see it firsthand um, and his mentorship and, and actually talking me through some things. He's like, Hey, you know, we were like five and oh or four and oh or something and like six in the country and we lost. And then I remember like a week or two later, he's like, Hey, you're, you're not responding very well to, to this losing thing. Like, you know, you, you have to model this. 
Um, and so getting that was class a like best thing I could have experienced was getting to go, um, coach with him. And then, you know, my stops along the way, getting to coach for a coach level at Bellevue East, the head football coach and really experiencing the heart of coaching, uh, especially in some tough times when, you know, you're not winning a whole bunch. So you're really doing this thing for the right reasons and for kids. And then, you know, you're driving four kids everywhere all the time and getting slushies on the way home. And, um, you know, that, that absolutely gave me gratitude for, for moments like this when, you know, Hey, maybe we, we probably have a bunch more talent than, than some people, um, and not taking that for granted. Um, and so, yeah, obviously a, a bunch of fingerprints on me that I, I, I know and hope that I can make proud, um, you know, getting to see them text me before games and be at the games and get to get to coach line them after has been pretty, pretty special, um, to give back. So, well, you've done just a tremendous job in, in just a very short amount of time at Elkhorn, at Elkhorn North, the athletes, the baseball community. We're just very fortunate uh, that you're in a leadership position. So, Thank you for uh, what you've done, and of course, I'm sure you're already, maybe you're taking a little bit of time off, but you're probably already game planning for the summer and uh, next uh, next spring, uh, but we really appreciate you joining us today, and congratulations again for the first of, I'm sure, several uh, state baseball championships. Yeah, we hope. Thank, thank you, guys, and, and honestly, you know, just the baseball community, ETC, EAA, uh, the different coaches that, that we have working with kids in the community, you know, ultimately all of those guys have, have a, a profound impact on our program. Um, you know, ETC, we, we'd email on Sunday, Hey, it looks like Wednesday's gonna, you know, rain. You got any room, you know, trying to make that stuff happen. And obviously you guys have seen the work we put in, in the off season. So, um, you know, having that at your, at your fingertips is, is pretty special. So, we're going to try and run with it and keep good people in the program and, and uh, see, how it, see how it goes. Absolutely. Thanks again, everyone. Thank you, Coach Alex. Thanks, Coach Dunn. Have a great day, everyone. Media Production.